Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! It's time for Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. There you go. You got one bottle cap open and one cracking top of a beer can. All we're missing is a cork. There you go. Bruce Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Southern Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. Um, that is actually indeed where these beers came from. Went down there and uh, talked to Mikey. And, you know, my wife, she's a big fan of like the sours and stuff. So she. Uh, spotted and actually mikey picked these out for her and then i realized oh well these are both actually wild ales and then we realized there was a couple other ones so we got a whole wild ale show so here we go nate i have from three floyds uh how appropriate i believe based on the cool badass label of all these like dead-ish bears i mean is that is it yeah it's maybe some sort of a mo and plus the I'm sure there's some sort of an homage to the Grateful Dead. Dead in there. That's what I was wondering. I, I don't. I'm not a big Deadhead or anything. So, but I, it's got to be. And it's called the Bear Pear, I believe. So this is an American Wild Ale brewed with pears. Uh, I guess ABV would be imperative for this program. Uh, yeah, you like that imperative? Um, I'm not seeing it on here. Well, you talk about yours. Maybe right. I'll check on Tapped and see so if I can figure it out. I've got the D9 Brewing Company Wild Things. It's a wild ale brewed with raspberries and black currant. And while the labels, it's their enigmatic cousins. And uh, while the label's not necessarily as cool as the one you've got, I still like this uh, this kind of crazy bear thing. And then I don't know what this animal is on here, but it looks like, a, a I would guess, a jackalope if you're watching on video. You can... Uh, See this weird little, it's got like zebra stripes at the back and then a weird long tongue. And Yeah, I don't know. Would that be a jackalope? Isn't the jackalope the one that has, or well, I'm thinking of the rabbit one. The jackalopes usually have like antlers. Uh, uh, you know what? Well, he's he's got a top hat, so his antlers could be under uh, the top I hat. I don't know. I, d I don't know what this animal is, but uh, I'm very bad at wildlife unless they're in the sea. But I'm very excited about that this uh, wild ale shows come together because I, like your wife, Happen to enjoy the sour side of beer, and I've never had a wild ale before. Well, all right, so I, I know we actually, I think we somewhat talked about that via one of our uh, promos uh, discussing wild ales. Now, I I believe I must, I feel like I must have had one at some point somewhere. Uh, and also, just to break in, I did check untapped for this bear pair. First things first, 8%. Ooh. So a nice hearty. Oh, yeah, uh, this one's 6. Yeah, all right, so decent. But this is just over a 4 overall score on untapped so that anytime you see something over a four overall rating on untapped that's a beer you're going to want to try yeah th and that's usually no matter the style it, it's interesting I, I use a metric uh I, I do it with movies a lot is uh um Ooh. anything above so for like movies i use the, the rotten tomatoes and imdb reviewer score yeah. and uh, anything above a, a six is possibly worth at least one watch 
So my metric's much lower with movies than it is beer. Yeah. Like four would make it a must. Like, let's go out and try it. Yeah. I don't really use Rotten Tomatoes. I'm familiar with it. So I know the kind of ranking system and stuff. But I mainly, I do IMDb. So in my mind, if it's over a seven, it's probably worth a watch. I, IMDb has steered me in the right direction more than Rotten Tomatoes has. I, I will give you that. Yeah. I, that's what I like. So speaking of... I mean, I don't know if you got out and saw it. I don't know what the current score on IMDb. I'm sure it's gone down over the weekend, but I did go see Top Gun uh, at, at Scaretti's. I actually saw it on Thursday. What like were your thoughts? Early. So I gave it a, well, let me see. Uh, kind of like untapped. I do leave scores and stuff in IMDb. So it's, damn, it's still got an 8.7 Ooh. currently, which is surprising. I was torn between giving it a 7 or an 8. I think I'm going to give it a, an 8. All right, that that's that's fair. That's probably worth checking out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something probably a little sacrilegious here. I've never enjoyed Top Gun. Well, my wife she had never seen it before, so I was like, if I'm gonna drag Good. you to go see the new one, we should see the old one. And as I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this is like a typical stereo, you know, just yeah. cheesy eighties. So, 80s. Cheesy. so she was not a huge fan of the first one. She did actually like the new okay, one. Okay, so that I mean, so, that might be. It's not that I'm not like I love Tom Cruise and I'm a big fan of Val Kilmer. Even The Doors, which is a controversial conversation mm-hmm. on its own, but the man looked and sounded like Jim Morrison. Um, but Top Gun was just so cheesy for me. And my favorite Tom Cruise movie, Days of Thunder, I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Oh, I have it. I have it on DVD, of the, course. I, yeah. I love that movie, and it's probably equally cheesy, if not cheesier. So I don't know what it is about Top Gun that just, yeah, not for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Well, in this one, it's even cooler because, you know, they did, I don't know all of it was like it basically like they're up in those planes like feeling real g's and trying to like you know say their lines like it was it was pretty badass it was it was good and um i will give it a chance on your recommendation you've never steered me wrong i mean it's it's worth a watch i mean it's not the best movie of all time but it's worth it's worth seeing between your recommendation and my respect for tom cruise's acting ability personal life aside i I will say this though at first the beginning of it makes you think, okay, here we go. Like, same open, basically. There is a lot of the same sort of film, you know, where he's on the motorcycle and the jet's going off. There's a lot of that stuff, so it's paying homage. And, the, you know, there's the bar scene. There's the, instead of beach volleyball, they're playing, like, beach football and stuff. And it was che- cheesy lines, but then it started to get more into becoming its own movie, which was good. So uh-huh. it was like, it was, it was the tip of the cap that you wanted. That nostalgia, and then it, and then it starts going, and, and it was good. It was My, well done. Okay. I, we watched Cars over the weekend. Did you know that is Paul Newman and George Carlin's last film? I knew about Paul Newman. I did not know about George Carlin, but the craziest part is highest grossing film of both of their careers, I, Cars. I can believe that, man. Those kid movies. Close my mind. They're, uh, they're pretty popular. There's no doubt about it. So, all right, real quick, getting back to the, the Tom Cruise thing, because I was thinking about it. So the first one came out in 1986, and then they finally do a sequel Uh 36 years later. What other sequels have a gap of that long or longer that you can think? Can you think of anything that's that far of a gap? Not in cinema. Well, what was the... I mean, so it would have to be a gap with no content in between. Because I'd say it's probably a pretty similar gap between the Star Wars so, franchise. So yeah, if you if you if you disregard like the episodes one through three, 
it's close in that regard. It's like thirty something, but still not as hmm. still not as high. Um, and the other one that that I thought of without looking it up was Blade Runner. They did that. That's Blade true, and that's still not there. It's like thirty two or something. What about Tron? Tron was another long one. That one might have been like twenty eight years, but there are a couple that was more, huh. and it's ones that didn't come to mind because I don't think I, I I know. In fact, I don't think I know. I never saw the sequels because. Why would you? But uh, Mary Poppins 2, I don't know, whatever that sequel was with Elizabeth. Uh, okay. Something, whatever her name is. Because the first Mary Poppins came out back in the 60s or something. I've seen parts of both of those movies, but I've never seen the whole of either because yeah. that's just not my thing. It was like a 50-some year gap Good between Lord. those two. And then if you really want to count it, and I, I, I really don't for some reason, between Bambi and Bambi 2, it was like 64 years. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Bambi 2. Exactly. God. There should never have been a Bambi 2. Oh, that, that I mean, that's at a certain point. Why? Like Exactly. Why do we need to do this? Yeah, I don't know. I digress. Either way. Both uh, Disney movies, though, of course. Yeah, yeah, they do. Well, and I think that... Uh, Pump out the cash. I want to say the Trons are Disney as well, Trons maybe? are Disney. Um, but... Out of all the sequel, the Blade Runners though that that's the that's the gap that I think was that was well done because honestly Blade Runner what was it twenty forty or twenty forty nine or whatever it yeah. is I think that's I, I really really like that one that one might I might even like that one as good or better than the original I mean, similar to Top Gun I guess as a as a sci fi fan I think both movies are just absolutely phenomenal so I mean that that, that and that one doesn't feel as weird to me as like a like why does Mary Poppins need a sequel? I don't know. I guess for the younger generation. They must have just not been making any money. Although it did have Lynn Manuel Miranda who's always pretty solid and stuff. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. I guess it's not surprising because it seems like pretty much every movie that comes out it's another either another comic book movie or a remake or an unnecessary sequel. Now, that said, Top Gun Spinal Tap two is yeah. gonna have a long gap. That will. That'll be a 40-year gap, won't uh, it? Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm actually pretty stoked for that one. Yeah, I actually, similar to making my wife watch Top Gun, when I heard of that Spinal Tap s- sequel, I made her watch This is Spinal Tap, and uh, man, that is just, it's, she didn't find it quite as funny as I did, which is not surprising in the least, but uh, man, I love that movie. It is so damn funny. It's so good, and it, I mean, it's, it's crazy how many things I find in my life that... Uh, I can relate to considering it's about a band touring the world of their their mm-hmm. album, but there's there's those moments in there that just kind of speak to everybody. Everybody's had things like this happen, maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily the exact same scenario, but there was a uh, well, you were gone. We had a um, bear tip off show at a venue that was under renovation, and no one told us it was under renovation. And uh, the whole show, you can hear hammers and scissor lifts in the background, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is my spinal tap. Moment. Yeah. That's there's always spinal tap moments like that, man. I do love it. It's kind of like I love this beer, man. So I again, you know, we're getting back to the beer. It is Brews Day Tuesday after all. Um, I again, this is not my style, but this is delicious. That's that's one of the things I've noticed is you know I, I do drink a lot more sours because you know I always like to try beers, and since that's pretty much exclusively what BB drinks, um, I'll try them. But the ones that have the higher ABV, I tend to like a little bit better. Um, and this is just, this is delicious. Uh, I mean, this, the bear pear, I mean, it's got, 
It's got the cool cool artwork, zombified bears. I mean, those those must be like deadhead bears. I mean, aren't uh, I tried to show yeah, it? All. If I, you're watching on the the Facebook Live or the the YouTube, I you can I, I think that's take a good look at the label. But the reference, um, I think it's because it's even got all the different colors and motifs to it. So it's got to be a Grateful Dead nod. Yeah, there's no <clears throat> there's no doubt in my mind about that. Plus, we are the bear as well. Eight percent. It's very flavorful. You get the pear in there. It makes it it's nice and crisp. Uh, Mikey did not steer us wrong in this one. I, it might be a five, dude. Oh, no, oh, but it's not. It's a, it's a four seven five. I can't give. Okay. I can't give it a five. That probably means I'll end up giving it a five. There's there's a lot of good things about this beer. I'm I, I'm pretty jazzed about this. Wild things, enigmatic cousins from a D nine. It's a six percent ABV, so not as high. But the one thing I find really intriguing the color. Because it's made with the uh, raspberries and the uh, black currant, it's got like this like cool pink color that almost like mm-hmm. matches the can, and I'm a sucker for something like that. But also, to me, it's it's hard to rate a beer like this because it, it kind of speaks to that same thing where I love like like chocolate's not my thing. It's it's the sweet tarts, the gummy bears, the stuff like that, like the fruitier candy, and this is like a candy beer. Um. All that being said, it's absolutely delicious. It's refreshing. It's perfect for a hot day, I know, because I was just out in the hot sun. It, it, it's a five. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're starting out with a bang here on this Damn. one. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming out swinging. I guess it, it might just be all downhill from here, I guess. <laughs> That's what I'm but, afraid of. Uh, either way, we'll give it a try. We will uh, take a break, play a tune, and come back and drink some more wild ales on Bruce Day Tuesday here with 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. <laughs> 